You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. On this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, uh, we're going to do part two, a second episode, talking about mental health and nutrition with my special guest, Alyssa Harriman. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of, lot of things uh, as far as how, what nutrition does and what, how, why it makes you feel bad or why it makes you feel good and how that can affect your mood and uh, any, uh, again, many other mental struggles that we have that we face. Also, stay tuned because I'm giving the listeners a free hypnosis guide as usual. We will be right there. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is happening, people? It is David Wright back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Uh, we're going to continue today with part two, uh, talking about mental health and nutrition with our special guest. Uh, before we get to that, uh, we are here in the podcast Detroit Northfield Studios. We are. I actually brought Alyssa into the show now, so she could be a part. of- Oh, perfect of our of our pre yeah of our front stuff yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, Alyssa's back with us. She was our special special guest, Alyssa Harriman. You're doing good, Alyssa. Hey, I'm doing just fine. It's Thank been you. about two minutes since we talked, so <laughs> I just want to make sure you're good in that. <laughs> doing okay. So. Back to it. So let me tell you where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. On the website, you'll find my podcast page along with my blog and my site uh, store site with all, all of my MP3 downloads, ebooks, all kinds of other good things. And if, if you just want to have a laugh, uh, go into my, um, oh, I forgot what page it is. It's on there. You'll find my media page ah. and, and just check out some uh, some clips from old shows. Since COVID has shut down my show career this year, uh, <laughs> I, it's, you know, I'll go relive the old glory days. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah, I, really <laughs> I know. Yeah, Matt, Matt is Matt's a gig uh, person as well. Yes. Yeah, he DJs. Yes, here I'm, and there, I'm a so. show. I'm a showman. Yeah, yes, you're a showman. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, this COVID thing's a struggle. Yeah. Find me on Facebook and YouTube, Motor City Hypnotist, and on Twitter and Instagram, Motor City Hypno. And if you'd like to contribute financially to the show, again, very small contributions, uh, you can find me on Patreon. Patreon's a creator site where you can donate to your to your show that you listen to or watch and kind of help us out. So check that out. Again, contributions are very minimal. You get cool stuff like the coffee mug. You can use it for coffee or whatever else you choose to put in it. Do you have one, Alyssa? Alyssa does not, not have one yet. No, I'm going to send her one of my t-shirts also. Yeah. I don't even have a coffee. No, cup. no, you know, well, it's here. You can use it whenever you want. I, I leave it here in the studio. So, <laughs> and, uh, wherever you're listening, um, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, wherever, um, just subscribe and leave a review. That would really help me out as well. Um, I, I know you can probably, those of you watching this live on Facebook, um, 
you might come back and listen to the audio. If you do, that's great. But yeah, wherever you're listening, subscribe and, and leave a review. That would help me out as well. Got it. That would be fantastic. It is time for our winner of the week. That's how winning is done. All right. Our winner, this is kind of, this is kind of a, it's kind of, we always look for good stories, yes. some things that make you feel good. Yes. And this one just made me feel good. So well, we were in Idaho last episode. We were in Idaho with a mysterious Santa Claus, the, the anonymous Santa who's just giving out things to people. So what are we looking at today? Today, we're actually going to talk about a, a superhero who became a superhero in real life. Oh, okay. Jason Momoa. Yeah. Yes. Jason Momoa plays Aquaman in the in the DC movies. Uh, he he also Game was in Game of Thrones. Game of, yep. And I don't know anything else that he was in. <laughs> um, but those are two big things. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's two big things. Justice League. Yeah. yeah. So in 2017, uh, Massachusetts native Danny Sheehan was diagnosed with pinoblastoma, mm. a very rare and aggressive form of brain cancer. Oh boy. And leptomeningeal disease, cancer in the cerebral spinal fluid. Did he do that right, Alyssa? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah. Did you know those terms? Yeah. 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 That's, that's tough to get out. So yeah. the, the, this kid's seven. Oh, my goodness. He's seven years old. Poor kid. A recent video on Facebook page uh, provided updates on Danny, and, and, and he, he got a gift. Mm-hmm. And it was an Aquaman action figure mm. or an Aquaman toy. And he screamed, oh, my gosh, my favorite one. And then he yelled out, Aquaman. <laughs> so Jason Momoa saw this online uh-huh. and FaceTimed this kid. Well, when you only have one <laughs> person that actually likes Aquaman. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, well uh, Danny Sheehan loves Aquaman. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, maybe, you know, maybe he likes water. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Jason Momoa reached out to the parents and said, I want to FaceTime with, with, with Danny. That's amazing. And, and he, he, um, Momo shared footage of their video chat on Instagram Wednesday evening. There are multiple videos in the post. Um, so he said, so I just wanted to say thank you to the community, friends and family on Instagram for reaching out and showing me this beautiful boy, Danny, who is going through chemo and has cancer. Momoa said, mm. I saw his video online that made me want to get in touch and FaceTime him and spend some time talking to him. That's awesome. Yeah, that really is. So, I mean, you know, sometimes I, you get the feeling some of these stars are just out of touch, but no. then, then you see stories like this and it's like, wow, that that's fantastic. Right. The power of social media. Really. Ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Jason Momoa and Danny Sheehan mm-hmm. are winners of the week. Thank you. That's how winning is done. That's it. Yeah, Jason Momoa is a winner. That's for sure. Thank you. That was beautiful. My wife would agree also, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for other reasons, but... Speaking of social medias, uh, Alyssa, where can folks find you at this point? I want to ask you now, and then I'd like for you to cover that again uh, towards Mm -hmm. the end of the episode. Yep. Oh, for sure. So nutrition.mum on Instagram. And on Facebook, you can find my business page, Living Well with Alyssa Harriman. Awesome. And I will include those links in the show notes as well um, so that people can find you as well. Thanks, David. So we're talking about nutrition uh, with Alyssa. And thanks for coming back for another episode. I know we're recording these at once. So but but thanks for coming back for for those of you listening a week later. (laughs) Uh, 
So we mentioned a lot of just about diet, and we talked about those mm-hmm. things. And, and a couple of the things I, I want to come back to is, um, and I want to make sure people understand this. So you talked about um, refined sugar. Mm-hmm. So explain to me and to the, to the listeners, and, and I think I have a concept of it, but but I would like to get that out. So refined sugar and there's natural sugar, I'm assuming, which you would mm-hmm. get in fruits and, and other things like that. So so explain to me why one is, is worse for you than the other. For sure. So natural sugar contains, um, a lot of times it has vitamins and minerals. Uh, if it's found in fruit, for example, it also mm. has fiber and enzymes and things that help our body manage the impact, the glycemic impact of consuming that sugar. Whereas refined sugar, which is hidden in so many things from granola bars, breakfast cereal, cola, juice, that sort of stuff. Those foods don't, that sugar doesn't have any naturally occurring nutrients left. So our body has to deal with the glycemic impact on its own. And what we really want to do is eat foods that enter our bloodstream fairly slowly, allows kind of like for steady release blood sugar, and then, you know, a slow decline. And usually at that point, we start to get the triggers that we're hungry. The problem with refined sugar is we get these blood sugar spikes, and then they don't last very long because our body produces a hormone called insulin, grabs onto this blood sugar spike, you know, starts to lower it, we start to decline. And then we end up what I call the blood sugar roller coaster. Right. Because now I hit a low. So I need something to pick me back up. And, you know, our brains only function on glucose, like our nervous system requires glucose. So when we have these chronic highs and lows, that can really have a a big impact on our moods. So refined sugar, you know, it's it's a risk factor for type two diabetes. Mm -hmm. We know that it causes cardiovascular damage. It acts kind of like shards of glass going through our arteries in addition to that, it causes this or contributes to mood instability by these highs and lows and in, in fuel for the brain. Uh, you know, some people t- call the term of low blood sugar being hangry. Yes. I know yes. That when my blood sugars bottom out and my kids all want something at the same time, I kind of like lose it. <laughs> oh, no, I know. I know exactly what hangry is. Yes. I Yeah. I, I, I sometimes I'm just like, I'm so I, I'm so pissed off right now. I have no idea why. And I know I'm hungry. And that's it. And it's an inability for the brain to function without a proper source of fuel. I don't know what we're yelling about. (laughs) Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. When we get, uh, there's this big concern around, oh, you shouldn't eat too much fruit. If you're eating fruit in its natural form, eat as much as you want. There's so much value in the nutrition, the vitamins and minerals and the antioxidants in it. And fruit in its natural form still has fiber, which slows the release of the sugar. It has enzymes that slow the release of the sugar. There's a little bit of protein in all plants as well, Mm -hmm. which also slows the release of the sugar. So you don't have to limit your fruit. What you want to do is not be consuming too many processed foods, which most processed foods, you know, you think you're canned, boxed, a lot of times you're frozen stuff. That stuff has a lot of added sugar and it can contribute to these, these highs and lows. And One of the things that's important to recognize is when we eat a lot of refined sugar, our body has to use its own stored nutrients to deal with that sugar. Mm. So if if we're eating a lot of refined sugar and we're not eating enough nutrient-dense foods, then we're contributing to this this malnutrition problem that can creep up over time and and impact how we feel on a day-to-day basis. Right. 
question. Uh, folks that are yeah. diabetic and they're, con- you know, they're looking at controlling their blood sugar and such, should they also kind of look at fruits as a way to stabilize their blood sugar or? So it depends on how well they're managing it. So the first thing uh, I'll do with the diabetic client is we'll go through and identify where the processed foods, the refined sugars are coming in mm-hmm. and we'll eliminate those completely. We'll also strategize on higher fiber meals and snacks because fiber is the break on how quickly sugars are digested into the bloodstream. And with diabetics, they don't, they can't manage these blood sugar spikes anymore. Type two diabetes is the disease state of not being able to handle these spikes anymore. They're Mm -hmm. insulin resistant. So when they get that blood sugar spike, the body produces insulin, the cells can't uptake anymore. So now they're insulin resistant. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? So what we want to do is prevent the spike and give them foods that stabilize their blood sugar. So I'll do things like oatmeal and berries in the morning, protein balls for snacks, uh, you know, homemade soups, really dense breads like dark rye or pumpernickel for those who can still eat gluten. Right. right. Uh, Diabetics, I will tell you, a lot of my diabetic clients have really great results when they eliminate uh, gluten on their blood sugar levels. Mm. So. Yeah. So yeah, it's really, know. yeah. And, and then the, eating the fiber, eating the plants. And if their sugars after the processed food is gone and after the high fiber foods are added in, if right. when they're eating fruits, they're still finding challenges with their blood sugar, we might have to cut those back. Okay. But that's a really case by case. You know, it really just comes down to getting rid of those processed foods and sugars. No, thank you for that. Appreciate it. So, so definitely we want to say natural occurring sugar, like in fruits is, is much better than refined sugar. And so- so when, mm-hmm. and when you say processed foods, and, 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 and here's one of the things that, again, many people might look at a package and say, oh, there's, uh, there's only four grams of added sugar in this. What, when mm-hmm. they say added sugar, d- define that for me so people can get It's gauge. refined. Oh, that's, that's the re- <laughs> So added or should say refined sugar. And, okay. and sugar now, the market, like the packaging companies are just so smart and uh, okay. they have yep. probably dozens at this point. I'd have to look, but I know there's dozens of different names for added sugar in products. When we look at our food, you know, our fruits, our vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, and legumes, which I talked about, you know, in the previous mm-hmm. episode, yep. those foods don't come with a label because they're just, they just exist. They're just the way. And that's the food we're supposed to be eating. That's how we get enough fiber. That's how we feed the right gut bacteria and have healthy digestion. And that's where we get our nutrients that allow our brain to fire and receive messages properly. The packaged foods don't have that. That's great. They, they just exist. That's what they are. <laughs> you know? it, 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 a lot of times what a lot of us don't recognize is when we look on the side of a label and we see fortified or enriched. Um, so for example, orange juice has added vitamin C or white bread. Like I grew up eating white bread. Oh yeah. Wonder bread. Hello. You know, yeah. You're looking on the side, you're like, yeah, it's got some added vitamins in here. This right. is awesome. But it's actually, those foods are so processed that in order to sell it to us by law, they have to put some nutrients back into it. But because they're not naturally occurring nutrients, we don't absorb them the same. We don't make use of them the same. So, you know, I always teach my clients, if you look at the side of the label and you see all kinds of added vitamins, there's a really good reason that they're having to put those back in there. Ah, Okay. Wow. So really, if, if you could get something that doesn't need ingredients listed, that's probably good. If it doesn't have a label... It's probably well, unless it just it, unless it came like from the 
not from back of a van or something. I'm just talking about like, you know, from reputable places. Uh, I got a bag of leaves and clip grass clippings in the backyard. There's no label on there. Just... Oh, great. Odin's raven. Bing. Look what I got today on the parking lot. You just, you don't go buy an apple and there's not like a sticker label on the side of it is what right. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Say, yeah. Say what the ingredients are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, real quick, like I say, a shout out to my mm-hmm. sister Amy checked in. Yes, she did. Amy, what's going on? She said you're oh, looking that, good. That, 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 like this in the background. What the fuck <laughs> is it with you? She says you're looking good. She did. Thank you, Amy. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. So, so Alyssa, you mentioned gut. So I want to, mm-hmm. and this is one of the real things I want to get, want to get into on this episode too, is, uh, is, is tell me about gut health and, and exactly how people can understand that and then like, I would change it for themselves. So gut health really talks about the quality, the integrity of your digestive tract. So uh, to your ability to absorb your nutrition, to break down, you know, the foods you eat well. And it also encompasses, you know, the bacteria culture that live within your digestive tract as well. The problem that I see very, very largely in my practice is a lot of gut health issues, a lot of inflammatory concerns, Crohn's, colitis, mm-hmm. IBS. Uh, I see chronic constipation. Like it's just, and these are all influence. Digestive problems are often mostly influenced by the foods that we put into our mouth. And if the problem when, you know, staying on the processed food train, you know, those foods don't usually contain very much fiber. They don't contain nutrients, you know, in a high amount in any way. And they often feed undesirable gut bacteria, which can then go and cause damage to our gut lining, which can then reduce our body's ability to absorb nutrition. Mm. One of the things we say in the nutrition industry is it's not just what you eat. It's actually what you absorb. Mm. And, and those gut bacteria, they play a big role in our immune system. They play a really big role in our, um, our moods because they, they influence how our body feels. They have direct communication from our gut right to our brain. And they also play a big role in cravings as well. So people who have a really difficult time getting off refined sugar, sometimes that can be related to an overgrowth of a certain type of bacterial culture in their gut. Mm. And as they start to eliminate that sugar and starve off that bacterial culture, it intensifies its signals which then influences our cravings and makes us think like, wow, like, why do I need this so much? But it's actually your gut bacteria that's influencing that. Are there any types of foods that can do, you can uh, eat to realign your gut? Because I think our intestines are one of the largest organs in our bodies, if I'm not mistaken. It's one of the most important. And, and so many people are walking around with damaged, you know, heartburn, indigestion, mm-hmm. you know, going all the way to the other end. Like, it's very few people I see in my practice actually come in with good digestion. Ah. And some of that damage is believed. She's coming back. Yep. Our our guest is froze for just a moment. Yeah. She'll be here. Yeah. She'll be back. Yeah. (laughs) Technology. Maybe she's having some gut issues. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Alyssa, Uh. you're, you're frozen on our screen, but this is, you know, Oh, there she oh, goes. There she sorry, is. There we go. No, you're good. You froze up a little bit. I, I said, I hope it's not a gut issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my gut bacteria. Uh, what was the question that you just asked? Remind me. Um, 
we were talking about gut health and Ab- then um, absorption, absorption, of- and then Matt was okay. going to ask a question. I no, think. No, I'm good. I'm oh, good. you good? Did yeah. you ask yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. okay. So what I was saying is there's some concern around, you know, the amount of chemicals that we're putting through our gut, flavor Mm -hmm. enhancers, preservatives, you know, even pesticides, herbicides, and them causing gut issues as well. I'm going to kick the teenagers off the internet. (laughs) Are are they, are they bogging you down? (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking. No, you know, that's just one of the things I've always paid attention to. You know, you can't just go out and buy a six pack of Activia and expect to be healed. You know, that's not going to help. <laughs> right. No, no, no. There has to be. a. Ch- well, and, and we talk on this show all the time. Change your thinking, change your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Part of that is is changing what you do. If, if you don't make change, you can't. If you if you are experiencing stomach aches every day and you don't change anything, you're probably going to keep having stomach aches every day. Right. You you, you got to you have to do something. You have to make a change. Mm-hmm. And and definitely a nutritionist can probably help you figure out. I don't want to say it's common sense, and sometimes it is though. We're all different. I, I mean, we're all well, different though. You're right. Here's here's what I want to really yes. encourage you know Please. listeners is don't ignore stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't ignore it until it gets to the point where you cannot ignore it anymore because, you know, your body gives you signs and symptoms for a reason. It's like the the, the check engine light going off in your car. Uh. (laughs) You're not going to drive around with the check engine light on for six months. And if you do, then eventually... (laughs) (laughs) I I can't say I've done it lately. But lose your transmission. I don't know. When I was twenty, I think I may have done drove with the check engine well, light on for many, thing, many months, you know. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but this is it. Like we our our symptoms are check engine lights. These mm-hmm. are these are signs yep. that something we're doing needs to improve. And most people that end up in my practice we have years of abuse, you, you know, of the wrong diet. We have years of check engine lights going off. And it's so, I always tell my clients, it is so much harder for me to, you know, pick you up off the ground than it is for me to catch you while you're falling. Mm-hmm. So if you have symptoms, find the support, read the books, connect with people. You know what? I'll tell you something like it, people email me all the time and go, Hey, this is, what should I read? You know, here's what I'm working on. I've read as many nutrition books as I can get my hand on. I'll tell you what you should read, what mm-hmm. you should watch. Like just connect with people. People right. are willing to help. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you for all that. Yeah. So if so let's say that somebody is just just starting out. And I say starting out like I I need I know I need to eat more. The red lights. I need I need to the, eat better. My check, check engine like just came on. <laughs> what what are what are my first steps towards trying to get better? So first thing you have to do, and everyone can do this on their own, just make a note, make a list of what you're eating for a couple of days. Just identify where's the wrong foods coming in, where are you maybe skipping your meals and snacks? So awareness, like that's why you go work with a health practitioner is because mm-hmm. you want, you want awareness, right? Um, we will tell you, Hey, these things need to change, but you don't need to do that to identify. So just keep track, look at what needs to change and then change one thing. Like if you're skipping breakfast, start eating breakfast for 10 days. By the end of those 10 days, it'll start to feel a little bit more normal. And then you can go, okay, I'm skipping my afternoon snack or I'm going for sugar in the afternoon. Now that breakfast is under control. So 
it's really important to identify what needs to improve. The second thing is you have to have a plan. Nobody eats well flying by the seat of their pants. And we live in a very busy world. And that's why there's so much convenient food. Uh, yep. Right? Convenient I- food is the solution to our insanely busy lifestyles and the fact that we now have to feed people within eight minutes. <laughs> and, and that's a great point because if you don't plan it, it's not going to happen. And I, I, can, I can tell you, I'll, I'll give you a personal example. Typically, I see clients during the week till 9 p.m. So I get in in the morning. I usually start mm-hmm. seeing clients around noon. Sometimes it's booked all the way through. So I'll go noon to 9 without eating anything. Mm. By 9.30, when I'm off, I don't care what it is. <laughs> yes, well, maybe, right. maybe to an extent. But I'm hung- yeah. I just want something. Right. And I, you know, if it's a bag of chips that I'm going to do it because that's right in front of me. That's right. Yeah. And your brain at this point, like I get clients all the time, like, why do I have no willpower? I'm like, well, how can you have willpower when you put your body in a position that your brain is now like, listen, Mm -hmm. I I am no longer capable of functioning unless you give me something Right. and willpower is gone. So just planning is important. Mm -hmm. Um, mapping it out, even thinking the night before, okay, what am I going to have for breakfast? What am I going to pack for lunch? I got a busy day. I'm going to need to pop something in my mouth. I'm going to make some protein balls, you know, just finding solutions so that you can eat for steady blood sugar levels. When your blood sugars are up and down, you're more likely to have cravings. You're more likely Mm -hmm. to overeat at the wrong time. I I got, I have an 18 year old son and I I do too. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He has after dinner dinner. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My son has second and third dinner. The what third about, one usually yeah. being at 2 a.m. What about second like, breakfast? Why do we need to <laughs> second breakfast. Like it just boggles my mind. But part of the reason is he goes, you know, he's a teenager. Yeah. He goes all day, doesn't eat anything. Yeah. That, my son's the same way. I know. Yeah. I don't think he knows about second breakfast, Pip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on it. We're working on it. His yeah. mom wouldn't know anything about Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's fun. So, um, I know we're 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 going to wrap up in a moment here, but Alyssa, give me your give me your information, and it will be in the show notes as well. But let me know where people can find you so that they can look you up and get more information, and actually even even connect with you if they want want some nutrition assistance. Absolutely. So you guys can head over to alyssaharriman.com and I have online forms that you can fill out. It goes right to priority email, so I, I do answer those fairly quickly. On social media, you can find me at livingwell with alyssaharriman.com. Oh, no, sorry, living well with Alyssa Harriman on Facebook. <laughs> and then on Instagram, I'm nutrition.mom. Uh, but if you search my name, you'll be able to find me. Okay. And I, and I will put all Instagram. those links in the show notes as well. Please. That and then be be, great, yeah. before, before we end, Alyssa, I just need you to say out and about. Out and about. There, there we go. That's it. Yeah. I was looking for the for the out 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 and about. So, out and about. Yeah. Alyssa, you're, you're in Canada. Where in Canada? What province are you in? I am about just shy of two hours north of Toronto. So I'm in Ontario, okay. and I live up by the Muskokas. Fun. We're you, all everybody wants to come in the summertime, but nobody wants to hang around in the winter time. Mm. Do you ever get up and see the polar bears? Uh, Ever gone up and see no, that? no, we 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 would have to go significantly farther north to that's to what, get into that. Yeah, that's what Manitoba, I think, is what it is. Uh, so yeah, yeah, Northern Ontario, we do have some some polar bears that we're probably oh. about ten hours away oh, from. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, is, isn't Canada mostly just empty land? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we we actually live in teepees, <laughs> yeah. igloos. Yeah, what do we ride so well. to school. That's how I take my children with hockey sticks. So. <laughs> What in blazes are you talking about? (laughs) 
How many? I, I had a friend post about uh, a post, a very Canadian post, and somebody right. wrote, "Don't forget the Molson Canadian." <laughs> <laughs> you said you have four children. Yes. How old are I they? I do. How old are they again? Uh, 18, 16, 11, and eight. So you have. And your, I wi- mm, go on. You have your running shoes on then. Yeah, you know what? I wish someone had warned me about teenagers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Fun stuff. Right there. So, Alyssa, thank you for being with us. I appreciate it. And for those of you listening, I will leave all the links in the show notes. Uh, you can follow up with Alyssa and and see more information about her. And I really encourage you. I, I, our, our body is, is everything's connected. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I tell my clients who are suffering from anxiety and depression and that, that we have to work on the main, the main three things are sleep, eating, and physical activity. Th- those are the three. Th- if we, if we fix those three things, I almost guarantee you're going to feel better. Yeah. And, and I know it sounds overwhelming that you feel like it's out of control, but like Alyssa said, if you make small changes and just start slow, one, one thing, thing, one thing, one thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check out the show notes, find those links and uh, follow up. If you have any questions with me as well, um, join me again for our next episode. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. I will see you next time. <laughs>